Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Hey, idiot cowboy fans screaming for Tony Romo. Remind me again his record in December. Enjoy the show. Hey, welcome back to Wisdom of the Wannabes. You got Alan. And Ryan. And uh, we are here with a little bit of a a hodgepodge episode, some NFL talk and some bowl preview talk. But uh, I'm giddy about the NFL talk. And I have to ask you, I'm down here in Austin and you're up in the Metroplex. Are people talking about concern wanting to bench Dak Prescott because they're yes yes they are like they are here because they are here they are panicking and um acting like complete ass clowns if you will um you know go to your point of with the opening of his record in December which I want to say like well certainly not last year but the year before that you know they got over that hump but you still are riding this incredible run with your probably your MVP for the league of you know Zeke, and then you're probably runner up with Dak, and he's had a game against the Minnesota defense, which is a pretty amazing defense. The two best defenses they're going to play all year, and you know the Giants in yes. a game that was cold, that even without you know. JPP was still a hell of a defense. His backup was fantastic, played a huge game. Well, and on top of that, it's, you know, let's don't forget that Dak operates because he gets the ball to other people. Yeah. And a certain number 88 uh, was basically absent. I I thought he played a – I I thought Dez had a horrible game. Um, I'm not going to completely just say that, yeah, Dak – you know, shares no blame for it. He had a bad game, but guess what? He's gotten you to 12, or, or I'm sorry, 11 and two. That for a rookie is incredible. For a quarterback in general in this league is incredible. So yeah. all I yeah, would say is, to, you know, to channel the Aaron Rodgers of what two or three years ago. Relax. Yeah. The um, I I think he uh, you know, and I think there's there's a little bit of truth to the kind of hitting that rookie wall, right? Because, you know, what they played 13 games now, and, you know, that's the uh, – you know, he never played that many in a college season. No. Um, or, right, oh, no, I'm sorry. He did probably in a bowl game, like, you know, 13 games. But you're still, but I mean, he had a month a, off between. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah. You're right. And it's a much more intense level of play. But, I, yeah, I think they're fine. I think it's crazy. I think to be 11-2 and two and to have Des Bryant be as, um, you know, insignificant, as he was. I mean, I know he was out for a little bit with injury for you know three or four games, but as, as, a, as a whole, his insignificance and in their record is a good thing. It's you know, a knock on him. He played a very poor game. You could knock him just as much as you could Dak Prescott. But again, there's a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys across the league offensively. Just you know, whether it was due to weather, whereas due to the fact that of course we're in the middle of starting our playoffs in fantasy. There are some bad offensive performances across the board last Sunday. Yeah, they're really with the exception of Le'Veon Bell, asshole. Well, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much, Mr. Bell. And to to your point, they he, they played. You know, Minnesota. They played the two best defenses you're going to play. And this 
Giants defense, I know they didn't have Pierre Paul, but they're much more, you know, of a cohesive unit now than they were in week one. You know, week one was Terrence Williams get out of bounds. That, that was yep. that game there. Yep. But, but this one, it was, while the score was that close, it wasn't that close. Um, and, and I think the, uh, but I think you're, you, again, you played the two best defenses in back-to-back week and you went one and one. Like, every, every team in the league would take that. Yeah, this is where I think, again, having two very good quarterbacks is a great problem to have. But then when you have a kind of crazy fan base and when you have a crazy GM and owner who does nothing to help stem the tide, he actually goes and finds the spark and pours gasoline all over it by, you know, saying, you know, I don't know exactly what it will take to replace him. But yeah. A, I hope that we get the chance, and B, I'll recognize it when I see it. And it's like, okay, you know, we've all seen the old, you know, pornography deal. I don't know yeah. what porn is, but I can tell you what it is when I see it. Um, that's different than, you know, your quarterback. When you fell ass backwards into Dak, you have that- a guy that has a broken body. Yeah, and yet you just won't he, cut it loose. He's well. Here's the deal. That that was Jerry Jones being Jerry Jones, the marketer, businessman. Yep. And not Jerry Jones, the general manager or you know team president. He, you know, he's he, he's. It, I, I have no belief, no no faith whatsoever that Tony Romo can play near at the level that he's played at. He's a broken man, yep. and you know this idea that he's going to come in in the winter time. And take this team when he hasn't taken a snap in how long? And wow. he's going to come in all of a sudden. He's going to look like, you know, the Tony Romo of four years ago. Like, that's insane. So I that, think I heard last insane. I think I heard last Sunday was exactly the year anniversary from when the last time that he started. Because remember that they, you know, tried to get him back when they were so far in the tank. But there was this, hey, if we can go 5-0, and we can still win these, this weak NFC East right. and sneak in like my Texans might this year. But, you know, at, at bottom line, it, it wasn't a great performance by anybody last week, except for I will say this Cowboys defense continues to shock me. And if it wasn't for that one, you know, Beckham Jr., what was that? Just a post route that like he a just slant route. sprung yeah. for sixty something years or sixty seven yards. Yeah, that dude was was going like thirty miles an hour. It, it was like, unbelievable. Like, and you know, in those conditions, one play does it. And those conditions actually weren't that bad. It just looked colder than hell. Yeah, and, you know, the field did look like it had some you know very hard like spots. I would icy. not want to put my hand down and get in a stance, nor would I want to be tackled on top of it. But, uh, anyway, yeah. So anyways, going back to, you know, your question is, yes, there's a ton of, um, I I can't say that there's a ton of real momentum behind it outside the fact that it's the media, you know, throwing out there the, why should Tony not, you know, why should Dak, keep his job because it's the right deal. You know, it's the posing the question, but answering it, but we're going to, you know, it's clickbait headlines for all right. intents and purposes. Well, that's, so, that's the problem is that it's that that's remind myself. This is what you get with 24 hour sports media. Yeah. It's a fake news it's sites. Just, damn it. Yeah, all right. right. 
Well, uh, well, since we're in the NFL, you want to take a look at the uh, playoff picture of you know where everybody's looking right now because you know it's it's shaping up to be a hell of a you know like like they say in college conference championships are like playoffs. These next what is it two games three games? Yeah, that, it's it's really a lot. This is like playoff football right here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty incredible, and you know, a big one tonight. Even believe it or not, Seattle who struggled against the Rams quite a bit uh, the last couple of years. Um, last I looked, it was pretty close, but you know, that's a big game for them. They have it's to It's 10 game. to three Seahawks are first and goal on the Rams nine yard line. So there you go. But then again, I mean, they're not blowing them off the ball. No. Um, and then RIP Jeff Fisher and your mustache that after God, a decade, if not more of getting by with a less than eight and eight record, you're finally gone. Yeah, that's crazy that it took that long, but you know, yes. he's. But then again, you and I don't care about the Rams, he, and he's rich, so yeah, anyway. he's good. Uh, so here's, I mean, you and I obviously we called this even with four games off. AFC East was going to be the Patriots, and yeah. sure enough, that's what it is. Um, you know, and, and things again to your point, and thank God that the NFL realized this. I want to say like four or five years ago that they had to start stacking these divisional games at the back end of this, you know, season or people were going to be so far ahead they'd rest them. You know, that's why right. you do have major games in week 17, which I think is a great decision by the league. But the AFC West, I mean, good lord, we talked about it and Jeez. I think you and I both, you know, debated between KC and Oakland, but we thought that the Broncos would you know, actually, I think we had all three of these kind of fighting each other. If I go back to it, I'm shocked that they, the AFC West is going to put three teams in. And again, it may change and it may end up only being two, but that's just shocking to me. And the Chiefs right now getting the first round by, that's incredible. Yeah, and they look really great. You know, the, again, here lies the flaw. And I know it ha- doesn't happen very often, but, um, you know, you look at the wild cards and how are the Raiders having to go to Houston? That's ridiculous. Um, you know, or, this happens. This how is are they now, having to go to anywhere? They should be hosting a game, and I understand why, but they should be hosting a game. You know, and like at Denver, how is Denver's a 60? Oh, the, yeah, they're going to the yeah. Steelers. But my point is, is you shouldn't be able to host a game just because you won your uh, division. Um, and right. that's that that has showed its head many, many times over you the years. You should make the playoffs, but you shouldn't yeah. be hosting a game. But I, I want to say, like, even, you know, one of the uh, best examples is, God, was it, you know, the Cardinals or maybe somebody in the NFC South? You know, they, I think, had a 7-9 and nine record, but they were able to host because they won their division. And they beat the team who, you know, came there. Maybe it was the Seahawks or something like that. It's like, all right, at some point in time, you got to do what's best for the league. And, uh, you know, this should be, there's no reason the Texans should be going there. And by the way, I'm not saying that that's going to hold up because this team and that Osweiler move is looking worse and worse. Um, And O'Brien's looking like a worse coach, you know, so that could very easily, and I can't believe this, it's not going to be the Colts. It could be the Titans that sneak into that. Well, that's and, what I'm saying is if you look at the, the next three teams outside looking in in the AFC, they're like, they're all right there with, you know, Pittsburgh, Houston, and Denver. So, you know, that, that, that could be an extremely fluid moment uh, 
you know, coming up in the next few weeks there, which is what's exciting. And I agree. I think I thought Tennessee was going to win the division, you know, you know, three, four weeks ago. And I'm still going to stick with that. I know Houston got a big win over Indy, but. Yeah. And thank God they did because Indy's had our, you know, number for years. Um, (laughs) I, I, you know, I hope the Texans make it. I would love to see this Raiders Texans game. That would be one that depending on what's happening, I could drive down to see that just for Crabtree and Carr. That Raiders team is built to have a lot of success for a lot of, for a long time. Yeah. Uh, I think the, it'll be interesting to see because, you know, they are such a very young team um, that, that they, uh, you know, how they do, you know, they're doing better, but, you know, going on the road, that's a tough break for a team that has zero playoff experience. Yep. Um, you know, outside of Crabtree, any significant playoff experience. Um, but uh, that, that'll be something interesting to watch. You know, the NFC doesn't have as much intrigue if you look from the perspective of the outside teams looking in. I mean, I think there's a couple there. but Well, uh, let, I mean, let's give credit to Dallas, uh, you know, of clinching absolutely. a playoff spot and more than likely clinching a um, – you know, home field advantage, you know, depending on what happens this weekend, which against Tampa Bay, it, you know, who knows? But um, I, I think this is an amazing year for Dallas. But the other one that we have to give credit to is the guys right next to him, of the Lions. You know, yeah. when, when Megatron retired, I thought this was a team that was about to drop back into the Detroit of the, you know, late 80s, early 90s, not really doing a whole hell of a lot or maybe that's late nineties, early aughts, or maybe yeah. the entire franchise year of, or the entire time of Detroit. But I really, I mean, I'm shocked. They're nine and four Stafford looks great. The, uh, I can't remember who their offense coordinator is, but he's got the great, you know, Jim Bob Cooter or something like that. You know, yeah. um, he's done a phenomenal job and losing the amount of people they've lost over the last two years and doing what they're doing a, I think it's also a reflection of who we did give this, you know, division to, which is Green Bay. Green Bay has had tremendous struggles. Yeah, they have um, turned it on the last couple of weeks. I think they're the most, you know, I'm going to kind of go back on my word, talking about less of intrigue. But if you look at Detroit, the number two seed, Minnesota, Green Bay on the outside looking in, but they're only two games back with three to play. Like, you know, I yep. think it's one of those if Detroit just wins, you know, even if Detroit goes one and two. Uh, to go 10 and 6. I think they probably got that division. Well, I can see this uh, coming up. And, well, I'm trying to think. I I can see Tampa Bay dropping down and Green Bay or Minnesota coming in. You know, if AP comes back and he's anything like, you know, what he's done when he's gotten healthy again, it'll be very entertaining to see what happens with those guys. Uh, I can't fathom that he's going to come in in week 16 and like, all right, I'm going to throw up two bills and two touchdowns and we're going to go two and one these last and sneak in. I, I just, I can't. Well, I don't trust. I, even if he does, I still don't trust the fact that Bradford won't throw it to a guy in a different jersey. Yeah. It's a shame true. that that defense is like that. Um, but I will say this much is I do enjoy seeing Carolina, you know, technically still alive but not really i mean if you watch carolina they Dude, are gonna, they have no chance they're not no, gonna, no chance arizona no chance palmer's having a horrible year uh 
New Orleans, just because I'm a Westlake bias guy, I'll always say that Breeze can keep you in any game, but that defense is so suspect. Well, so I am really – He's I'm, had back-to-back weeks without throwing a touchdown, and before that it had been like, like 116 years. Oh, I know. Uh, it's like straight of throwing a touchdown a game. He, uh, uh, Yeah, that's – you know, that's that's a, a, an anomaly. I mean, he's been consistent of nothing else with how good they've been. But, yeah, you're right. I, I don't – there's no way I'd trust that team. But so the seven, eight, and nine, I, I think there's a lot of movement here to come, you know, because the Redskins, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see the NFC East put three teams in. I really wouldn't. Yeah. I thought that might be the case as well. You know, I think we certainly Giants, didn't back in August, but now, man. No, but I can see the Giants going, um, you know, two and one down the stretch. I don't know what their final schedule is, but I know it's got the Redskins and I know it's, oh, they play. Uh, the Lions this weekend, Ooh, and then they great. go back to back. Redskins, Philly. I don't know in what order. Um, so you know, you got, Det- two, you got Detroit they- at Philly on the twenty second and January first at Washington. So two road games for the Giants. Yeah, that's two that's divisional road tough. games. Yeah, that's tough. I think their um, their defense will be able to keep them in because you know outside of Detroit, those are not very great offenses. I mean, Washington Kirk. Cousins has played really well. Um, I don't see them as an overly pro- prolific offense. Uh, but, man, I don't know what they're going to do on offense because they, they've got, got some problems. Yep. No, I, this is um, this is great, you know, for a league that usually has the, um, you know, I know it's all about parity, but you usually have the teams that are so far out in front. And to see the teams that are so far out in front this year, you know, be the Cowboys and be, you know, kind of the Chiefs. That's unbelievable. I'm still waiting well, for Andy Reid to screw up quite a few two-minute drills. Yeah, we, we're you know with three games left, Dallas is the only team that has clinched anything. A spot. Yep. No, you you're know, absolutely so I think right. That's, that's that, I think that's big. Big. So yeah, I, I think it should be really exciting. It's setting up to be a great um, a great uh, thing, and I'm hoping in the uh, fantasy world that uh, we're going to have a <laughs> Little uh, beard and mashup. What what's fantasy? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, it'd be the thing I got eliminated from because Kirk Cousins had an off game. Maybe. Um, and all right. Oh. So well, let's see. Oh, this is amazing. So I, I think you may have hit on this, but Oakland right now is ten and three and a six seed. Their remaining schedule is at San Diego, Indy, and at Denver. So. I would say that that's a two and one. Yeah. Very easy two and At one. They, they, that team should be two and one. But again, getting into nut crunching time down the stretch, how do they react? If they go two and one, my confidence will be a little bit higher about them in the playoffs. But if they have to travel to, I mean, it's a long ass way away, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a long way away. And if it's not Houston, it's going to be Tennessee, Nashville, which, which is further. And Tennessee is outdoors. So that is one thing that, you know, you kind of want to be in Houston. At least that's a dome stadium. It's yeah. got a pretty loud crowd. I'll give them that. But uh, Tennessee can be hit or miss on the, on the uh, you know, it's not, not like it's Chicago, you know. Yeah. No, uh, it's if you have the cold front that I think is coming in this weekend or next, um, it could be miserable. And then again, it could be 70. Who knows? Right. right. All right, well, you want to transition over to the college football bowl schedule, which I think when I was doing my confidence picks, because of the playoffs, it's now up to 42 games. 
Uh, and I think when I started, you know, I think I say this every year. I want to say I started my bowl pick them deal. It was only 28, and I thought that was a lot. Yeah. Let me let me present an interesting um, an interesting question for you. Do yep. you think that all of the – you take the attendance, all the tickets that you can sell all of these bowl games and combine it into one bucket, are the tickets that go unused, do they exceed the tickets that go used? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because don't you think there's like 25 games – 30 games that might be at half capacity. Oh, if it was half capacity, I think they would be, ex- you know, ecstatic about it. That's Has why anybody you... ever seen the stands at the Hawaii Bowl? Like, they're like, are you... Yes, they do, just because they do that. They do one slow pan, and that's it. And then a lot of these bowls, you'll see that the camera angles, they do shoot very tight so that you do not see all the open seats because yeah. it's terrible. I mean... We don't. We're not going to talk about all of them here, uh, but on Saturday, I mean, you've got the the traditional one that usually opens in the middle of the week, the RNL Carrier Bowl in New Orleans, which because they were smart and they got local teams, Southern Miss and Lafayette, you might have some people there because it's a Saturday. But this used to be a like a Wednesday night kickoff, and there was nobody there. Which um, one is this? Oh, RNL Carriers. So you, oh, you, yeah, you pass right. those eighteen wheelers on I thirty five all the freaking time. Right, 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 right. I'm with you. Um, I will say that you know this weekend the only one that has anything remotely interesting I think is probably the Vegas Bowl with Houston San Diego State. Like, just yeah, because that running, back, that running back might break that Ron Dane record. Yep, you're right. And then I'm guessing you know this is is Applewhite coaching this one as head coach. That's right, dude. And this is one where everybody, the, the consensus, and I'm not going to switch to this, but I'm just going to tell you the Tony Orlando or whatever his name is, was has been an interim coach. Oh, okay. And, and so now Major's coming in to do it. So now I think they're going to, the consensus is that he's going to say, all right, well, forget it. I'm going to go and be Herman's D coordinator at Texas. But who knows? But that's just another little side thing that this guy's been interim coach for. I don't know. How long was it? Two weeks, maybe? A week? Uh, yeah, so Saturday after um, yeah, two Thanksgiving. Weeks. So he's so, been yeah. interim coach for two weeks, a week and a half, and then he comes in and is like, okay, you're not interim coach anymore, but your colleague is not head coach. <laughs> awesome. Way to yeah. go. Uh, well, let's start with the top, uh, rather than getting into this crap. But, uh, you know, we have the top four, and – Obviously, Alabama, number one, I've got absolutely no problems with that one because I think they are a distant number one from everybody else. Yeah, I agree. Clemson, number two, uh, you know, they've played so many tight games this year. I think that that Fiesta Bowl, the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl, uh, actually may be a hell of a game. I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, just because Ohio State is playing with fire and Clemson is, you know, just... I don't know. They they they're ready to be upset. I, I want to say that Washington on the other side of Alabama is a great team, but they're going to get waxed. I yeah, really... I, I I don't know enough about Washington to like I I'm not going to pretend like that. I am intimately familiar with them. I know they play really well. They play great defense. Um, I think you're right. I think they're going, but I also think they will probably represent uh, the. T- 
top given I mean if you look at who Alabama played this year the most impressive win on that schedule is that early game early season win against USC but the only reason that was impressive is because USC happens to be what I think one of the best five teams in the country right now the way that they're playing um, you know they came together late but that was they beat their ass but the SEC was not a good conference this year and we know outside of USC they played you know the typical, you know, the kind of mid-November thing that the uh, SEC does. But um, I, this, I think this will represent the best team that they've played. And, of course, that USC team that they beat, beat Washington, as we know. Right. Uh, and so I think there's a little bit of intrigue there. I think that Washington will play them tougher than anybody else has. But I do think that Alabama is probably a 10-point win here uh, over them. I would love to see Washington win this game. I would love to see it too. I'm, you know, I'm kind of a closet uh, Huskies fan, but I, again, I have not seen, I have not seen anything to tell me that they really have a chance against this team. Um, I'm going heavy. I'm going heavy Ohio State over Clemson. I think we're going to see a rematch of whatever it was two years ago, three years ago. I think we're going to see the same outcome. By the way, uh, I do too. I, what I am curious about, only because everybody just crapped all over it, is. Do do these games get ratings? You know, do people watch? And the fact that the Alabama game is the early game this year, I think will help because that Ohio State Clemson game kicking off at six o'clock, that's going to be something people will want to watch. Um, outside of that, I, I will say this is that it does bother me somewhat, you know, not to go back into the, what we've it's now put to bed, but. The fact that the Big Ten champ is not in it, you know, I think is kind of a disservice to all the crap that we heard about as uh, Big 12 fans that we needed to win a, a conference championship. Yeah. And, you know, uh, not only that, but win a conference championship game. You know, that's I, I can understand that you're putting the best teams up there and maybe Penn State's not the best team, but you're uh, yeah. really, really sending mixed signals here. I think I still believe, and I think that Penn State's good, and I, I give them a lot of credit. They deserve a lot of credit. They played really well. Um, if they played Ohio State five times on a neutral field, Ohio State would win four out of five times. Um, I they, agree. They got you know throat punched by uh, Michigan. I think Michigan and Ohio State are the best teams in that conference, hands down. Uh, Penn State just did what they had to do. Uh, over the course of the season, just enough to get into that championship game. I don't disagree with you. Uh, um, you know, I, I think, you know, people clamor for the eight games or whatever. And it's like, you know, it, as we always say, if you have eight teams and nine and 10 are going to be bitching. So, yeah, but you, you know, know what? I, I would much eight, rather, you know, I would like it to go to six, you know, so eight, I, give a buy. Yeah. Give just a like buy. So that's what people are playing for is that buy. And then you have the Power Five, which is soon going to be the Power Four, and two at largest. Yeah, that I, solves. I, I think that solves it all. But you know what? It, it's you know that this is all about money, so it's moving to eight pretty soon. That's seven years down the road, I think. The uh, like our thing. I, I, I agree. I, I, think it's going to eight. I, I don't think they're going to institute a buy in you know college in the in the playoffs. No, since you have so much time off, you're right. You can't. But they. I mean, you can. But you know you. You just you, you make it work, but at the same time, it's also like, I mean, just <sighs> look at the NFL does it and it works and it works really well. 
Yeah, but the NFL plays week 17, then immediately hops into the playoffs. Yeah, so that's So they're not taking weeks off. They're not, you know, traveling from, you know, let's say Pullman to San Diego, or actually that one's a bad one, but like the Bahama Bowl. I mean, I don't even know what teams are going there this year, but, you know, there there's some things out here. To your point, the Hawaii, you know, Aloha Bowl, there's a lot of – random ass travel that gets involved in that so um all right so we hit those you've got the other kind of big games that came out um i'll tell you this much i am looking forward to the um the buffalo wild the citrus bowl lsu at louisville yeah i'm I'm, i think that's one that i'm very interested in uh just because i like you know, the, I, I like the new coach for LSU. I can't stand Petrino. I think LSU, I want to see what happens with Louisville after watching that Heisman uh, ceremony. <laughs> you know, as somebody who's watched a leading, you know, a team leader mail it in in the bowl game so as not to hurt their, you know, draft status, uh, I assume Lamar is coming out. Um, I don't think he can. Okay, so then he's got to play. He's but, not, uh, not eligible until next. Yeah, he's not. I don't think he's eligible until after next season. Okay, well then Fournette we know is not going to play. Uh, <laughs> so I'm kind of curious just to see what happens in that one. The other one I think is just a mark. Well, this is one of those who wants to be here more, and I think yes, I think LSU does. I, I think so too. Uh, you know, well, God, I. I think that they just want to win to prove that they are, you know, on the up and coming for next year. Yeah. You're right. Louisville probably had visions of, you know, being in the playoffs more so than LSU did. So you're right. They're, they're ready to go. Um, and that game has usually been a pretty good game. I want to say that yeah, that used to be a big 10 game. Uh, Cause I think, you know, the Iowa fans that we know had to go out there a few years ago, but maybe it's but just they love that though. Uh, get out of Iowa and go to Orlando. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, Orange bowl. That could this is my be, favorite. This yeah. is my number one favorite. Forget the playoffs. Forget all that. This is, this is, I think my number one game I want to see. I, I have a hard time even really. I mean, I know that they're good, but I I'm going to take Michigan here, you know, and Michigan uh, maybe by seven. I'm taking Michigan by double digits. Okay. I think they're, I think they're going to stomp them. I, I think they're probably a little hacked and they're ready to go. And Harbaugh is a master coach. So I'm glad we're on the same page. There. Well, too bad, but it's a home game for Florida state. But. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, but trust me, Michigan, well, no, they probably won't travel since it's not the Rose. But the team will be there. The team will be ready to play. Yeah. They've been some hostile environments. Uh, going back up here, you know, I'm looking the Music City Bowl, Nebraska, Tennessee, only because Nebraska at 9-3. and three, You know, this is a Nebraska team that is just fired up to be 9-3, and three, and that's the whole reason they let Pelini go because he couldn't get over nine wins. But, you know, for Mike Riley, I think this is a – I think they'll roll Tennessee even though – they shouldn't, or maybe on paper they shouldn't, but Tennessee is just hanging on for dear life right now. Yeah, they've been. Yeah, cons- where they were in October to now is just completely different. Yeah, they've. they've I know they've been decimated by injuries, but yeah, that that is not a very good football team. And I agree 
with you. I think for the stigma of Nebraska football, for momentum for this team, this is a big game for this sport, this this uh, this team, and this you know this fan base. Um, you know, but again, just like the one we talked about, it's a freaking home game for Tennessee. So, yep. um, you and know, that you, is a big home game for them. Yeah, and you can't really, you know, you can't. It, it is what it is, you know, and it's it's. But you know, at the same time, it's. Well, let's not deny that. I know they only sell they sell the same number of tickets to each team, but. Oh, they yeah, they require that they sell it, and then the rest of it's open to the public. Right. So you're you're only. I think every team gets ten thousand seats. Then after that, it's just up to the tradition of the Franklin American Mortgage Music City Bowl to sell itself. Right. Um, and the one right before that is not a bad one. I don't want to go into it too much of Stanford, Carolina. I'd be, I'd be interested to see Carolina had a couple of uh, they were looking like they were going on a good run early in the season and they had a couple of bad loss. The loss to Duke was bad. I think they lost to NC State the last game of the year. That was not a good loss. That's, uh, that's unbelievable. That yeah. They did that. That's what a, you know, a typical, you know, North Carolina team does. That's not what, you know, Fedora has been building towards. So, no, yeah, they did. They lost 28-21 to that. But um, if, if they beat Stanford, it's all for not like it's all's forgiven yeah but i kind of have a hard time you know viewing that stanford is not going to be fired up to play um i think they'll come out and i think they will t- i think the stanford athletes as a whole i respect both schools from an academic standpoint i i respect stanford a lot more from an athletic standpoint just across the board yeah you know, i'm taking granted basketball Okay, that's well, but Stanford, Stanford's got a really good basketball. Yeah, I'm going to take Carolina here in the upset. I'm, All right. Stanford's going to be pissed to be in El Paso. Cause, uh, cause I would they, be. Uh, no. I've, I've been there. That bowl game is miserable. And that was before the you know, bloodbaths with the cartels. So let me tell you, being like locked into your, you know, there aren't any really good hotels in El Paso. So you're basically just stuck in El Paso. Back in the day, they would have teams go across the border and do, you know, crazy, you know, like not fight the bulls, begin to the arenas and do all that stuff. Let me tell you, they ain't crossing that border at all. No, and it, that's they're just basically quarantined in your hotel room. Um, scrolling back up, you know, or going back, the Alamo Bowl. Yeah, I think some... this could be a very interesting game. I actually am going to call that Colorado takes care of Oklahoma State. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to agree with you on that. They, um, uh, uh, yeah, I, I think I, they I will. haven't watched. I, I don't think I've seen Colorado yet, to be honest with you. Uh, unless, God, um, I'm trying to think of a game that they played. I guess it was against Michigan. I probably watched that, and they got waxed. And then I guess I did watch the Washington game because that was the conference game, and they got waxed there. So yeah. I don't know a whole hell of a lot about Colorado, but I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt here just because I think our conference is very, very weak right now. Yeah. And it's it, anybody can take anybody. I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm taking Colorado in that one as well. Uh, um, you know, if you look at the other Big 12, another Big 12 game, this one is should be great. I don't know if I'm going to be able to see this i hope i will uh the te- uh texas bowl yep. aggies in k-state i uh I, I think game, i'm gonna, I'm gonna go with another home game bowl game for the aggies well let me tell you this much as somebody who's you know traveled i-35 during bowl season 
Kansas State travels, and they travel well, especially yep. back in the uh, when they'd go to the Alamo Bowl. I-35 was full of purple RVs going up and down it. So they will make it to Houston. Uh, you're right. It is still going to be a 70, you know, 30 crowd, maybe 60, 40 at best. But I think Kansas State, I, I, I give me the old man. Give me the old man against Trevor Knight uh, because I've seen Trevor just throw way too many bad passes this year. Well, he's done. He's got a broken collarbone, I think. Oh, well, then never mind. So um, give me Kansas State even more. Yeah, I, I, I think he's out. I think, I think he's done for the year, if I remember correctly. But he, um, but he got hurt in, a, in maybe the LSU game. Uh, but anyway, they um, I don't know what it, what it was. But, yeah, if he is in, in truth – in, you know, it out and I, again. I think he is. I, I think it gives a great advantage. Now, I don't know what Kansas State the hell they're going to do on offense, but um, they are. Uh, as we know, Snyder's pretty good at coming up with something to. You know, he's going to win a thirteen ten kind of game. And tickets can be had for fifteen dollars. Um, all right, we don't need to go any further back, uh, and I need to go back the other way to some big games I skipped, and I apologize for that. I will say for our, you know, annual guest, Coach Leach, uh, gets to go to San Diego and play Minnesota without 10 starters since they booted them. Uh, I think Washington State wins this one probably by double digits. Yeah. I was going to say two and a half, three touchdowns. Uh, but what I had slipped away from is just the way this thing is uh, formatted, and I apologize, is I really want to break down the Western Michigan-Wisconsin Cotton Bowl. Or we can talk about USC and Penn State. Which one would you prefer? Um, I think, well, I'll be very brief. Western Michigan's going to get worked. Yep. Um, I, and, I was kidding. I didn't even think. The tickets are going for $13. That will not be a ball game. USC, Penn State, I think might. That's, and I'm glad I can't believe I went over that as well. I'm glad you brought it up. That's my second favorite or yep. second game that I want to see. Um. I think that will be a really good game because both teams are playing really well. And I think both teams, you know, I know Penn State is going to want to be there with a big-ass chip on their shoulder, which we've, you know, I, I think we've seen in some other games where they come in. And I think Penn State is just, you know, Franklin will have them up and running, and I'm good. USC is a completely different team than what started out. So, this could yeah. be a hell of a game, and there's no I, line right now. I wish there was, uh, but ESPN is not showing it if there is. Well, I, I think you're right. It's going to be a hell of a game, and I think that the um, the USC is going to want to be that. They certainly don't have the same equivalent, quote unquote, chip on their shoulder that Penn State does. But I think USC is like going to set the tone. Of, we belong. We're one of the best teams. They've probably there has been a lot of talk of a lot of of talking heads, nationally talking heads, talking about, hey, if you're really talking about the four best teams, you know, yep, USC is the down. four best teams, you know, you know, and naming all, you know, these other teams. And so I, I think that they want to go out and prove that. I'm interested to see this game because Texas goes to USC next year, which. Yes, they do. And there's a certain person I know named Greg who is uh, already got that set up and he's got his hotel room booked. Nice. No. Uh, I think that will be a very interesting game. I, I'll tell you this much for you guys. I think you have to be prepared to get killed by another L.A. team. I have zero expectation. Zero. Like, I, I don't even have an opinion on this. And 
you know, on one hand, it's like you can't expect to go on a road because that team, as well as they're playing, they're playing as well as Texas should be playing. I think they're bringing everybody back too. Like uh, I think they're they're bringing almost that entire team back, and I uh, I think you're right. I couldn't expect that, but it's also like, well, here's what I know about Tom Herman. Number one, he's getting some good talent, a yep. lot of really good talent, and number two, everything that I've seen from him in the last two years, this is like the kind of game that he goes and wins. He'll and isn't, it, isn't it the third game of the season? So it's it's not like you're going to get surprised coming out of the shoot. No, I, I Maryland comes to town in game two and game one. I don't even know, but it's like, like Sister Mary the Blind. I mean, not quite Baylor-esque, but it's definitely a, uh, you know, North Texas kind of game. Okay. Well, I'm actually pulling it up right now. So if uh, being cooperates, which is always interesting to see. Um, yeah, I'm going to. Oh, San Jose State. Oh, well. So that's what you've got is Maryland and San Jose at DKR, and then you go on the road. And then you get a bye week before the mighty Cyclones come in, which don't sleep on those guys. Well, I'll tell you what, look at, look at the games after the Cyclones. Oh, I know. It's uh, and your, <laughs> your Thanksgiving game is uh, against the mighty Red Raiders, so you should only it's have not, 300 well, yards of rushing um, against that. Well, well, you know they're they're not playing. Uh, they're playing on Saturday for the first time. They're not playing on Thursday or Friday. The games on Saturday, and it's the first time in like you know a long time. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought yes. That was, all right, I'm just now seeing Saturday. I would completely pay it. To, and then look at that. Afterwards is the December second Big Twelve Championship game rematch. You, you mean the rematch game? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that they have uh, – it's going to be a rematch. We know that. But at least I think they've pulled some be. other games away. And you're right. With a round robin, yeah. it's going to happen. Uh, the last game I, I will touch on, and then we're going to wrap it up, uh, the Sugar Bowl. You know, Auburn, I think, is probably pretty fired up to be there, to be honest with you. Who are they playing? Oklahoma. Oh, God. Yeah. I think Oklahoma's going to wax them. God, I hope not. I really hate a field with a passion. I do, too. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I, his stats tell you why he was there, but I, he shouldn't have been this year in New York. I've seen other quarterbacks in Lubbock have better years statistically than him. Now, granted, they weren't number seven in the nation. but How about uh, a running back who plays on a 5-7 and seven team and still has two? 2,000 plus oh, yards. Yeah. That, um, that would have been good. He, he fumbles too much. The uh, um, I, I think the uh, – I read an interesting article on uh, these NFL scouts on SI talking about these NFL scouts looking at the crop of quarterbacks coming in and, you know, over the next two years. And, you know, I, Lamar Jackson, you know, Deshaun Watson, Mons. all these guys, J.T. Barrett, and they had Baker Mayfield. And the consensus was, was – Hey, he's he's a fiery competitor, and you like that. But you know, at the end of the day, this dude's not going to play. As long as he knows how to hold a clipboard and signal in plays, he'll be just fine. They're like he he will not play at the next level. Um, you know, teams will give him a look, but he's just there's you know there's really good college quarter. We and, and you know we've seen countless examples. Tommy oh, Freight, you've seen countless Tebow. examples from OU. Yeah. of great you know college quarterbacks. And guess what? That's, That's Stoops' job. Is well, Sam Bradford, Sam Bradford was the, is the best pro quarterback that's come out in, in Stoops' 
versus Crop. Yep. You know what I mean? Like in the, at the next level, he's believe it or not, he's been the best one. Well, I will tell you this much: is I am going to go uh, War Eagle here and uh, say that they it's going to be a tight, tight game uh, because I, I, you know, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I like what this Auburn team has done this year for the most part. I still don't know how they lose to Georgia, um, but uh, they had some good wins. They've got some good team speed, and they don't have Baker Mayfield, so that's probably the biggest reason that I'm going that way. Yeah, I, I, I am. Re- I think they will want to be there more than Oklahoma. I mean, I, th- I think Oklahoma's is happy to be there. Um, you know, Oklahoma doesn't feel like we got snow. We should have been there. It's like no, you shouldn't have. Um, hey, with the exception of the Las Vegas Bowl, which half these kids can't even go and gamble in, let me tell you, going to New Orleans, you're fired up to be there. No, yeah, I, I know, but there's, but there's fired up to be there to go to New Orleans, and there's fired up to be there to go like play a game. We're gonna go win a football game, and we're gonna like make a statement. And I, I do think Auburn will have a little bit more of that motivation. But it's not like, like Oklahoma again. It's not like I'm saying Oklahoma got snubbed and they're gonna be pissed. They're like, you know, fuck yeah, Sugar Bowl, hell yeah. <laughs> well, here's the one thing that I love, and I don't even know what game it is, but there's a game on here somewhere that it is not even on a network. It, it's such a make-believe game that is being streamed online. That's yeah. it. And, you know, I, I don't know what it is. It could be the grambling game this weekend or something else. But, look, we got way too many bowl games here. I wish you would dial it back. But you got way too many ADs and coaches that get rewarded for going to bowl games. So, you know, that is never going to change. But it's bowl season. You've got your preview. You got some NFL talk. And uh, hell, welcome we'll be back. Uh, that's your Christmas gift, folks. So don't plan on another episode for a while. But as always, thank you for tuning in. Talk to you later. Peace out. Post game show is brought to you by Christ. I can't find it. The hell with it. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.